What is the thing that we can all do to really support the growth and development of this child and raise their own belief in what's possible? The educational landscape has shifted. The social mobility is very segregated. Therefore, politically, the same thing is happening. The decisions you make around that child's education are of paramount importance. What can we do that would make educators' lives better? How do we make change that you can see in the classroom? They don't have summers off. They're not on a break. Most of the time that kids are not in school, teachers are still working. To impact our urban public schools, to impact the life of a child. We really wanted to elevate the profile of our city as well as elevate the opportunities that exist in education here. I'm Jen Maestas, and you're listening to Miss Education. Hey guys, I am so excited to be sitting here at this table. It's a Friday afternoon. Actually, it's the Friday before Thanksgiving break. So yes, cheers to that. that. (laughs) Clinks all around. Clinks all the way around. We're excited. I'm back with Jenny and Veronica. They don't really need an introduction because they are... Mm -hmm. They are they. They are them. They are the (laughs) ones. Um, But but just in case somebody's not heard us before, I mean, I am going to give them a little bit of space to to talk about themselves for a second. Who's first? Go ahead, Veronica. I always like to follow you. I just follow whatever you say. There you go. My name is Jennifer Rosas. I don't know how many times I've been on Miss Education, but it's one of my favorite things to do now. My current role in education in San Antonio, I'm the assistant principal at Twain Dual Language Academy, and mm-hmm. I'm also a parent to two emergent bilinguals that are being schooled in San Antonio ISD public schools. Nice. Yay. I mean, there's a lot more to that, but I'm there in the is. context <laughs> in the context of what I'm doing for this education. That's it. That's what that's you need it. to know. So I am Veronica Valdivinos. I have, yeah, how many times have we been here before? I love coming here. I was actually just thinking about when I was looking around the room, like, I remember the first time I was in this room, Aww. and now it's like we were coming Do you know in, we were sitting yeah, down, like, all right, let's do it. It's been a whole entire calendar year since oh. the first time we recorded. There's really? a level of comfort yeah. today. Like, there was totally. no angst, even in our, yeah. like, vibe right yes. before. We're so relaxed. That's like, yeah. exactly it's, why I was thinking about it, because I was like, we just came in, we're going to we sit down and open up do our this. wine. Yes. Yeah. We knew where our glasses were. I knew where my spot was. I knew how to work the mic. We got this down. Designated yes. seating areas. Yes. Yep. Um, what else? So I am also educator in SAISD at an academy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what do you do there? And I am... What don't you do there, actually? What don't I do there? Um, I am an admin intern there at uh at Bowden Academy mm-hmm. and and you do all the things admin interns I do. I do all the things that admin interns do. Um I was an instructional coach prior to that, so I am still doing some of those things. Yeah. I do admin things, I do teacher things. I yep. do all the things, whatever. Yep. Yep, yep, I yep. I do whatever. And I I'm still doing all the things I used to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like it, right? It's yeah, like, okay, obviously we like it. I do it. like all it a things. lot. I do. I've had so much fun. We're we're like pretty close to halfway through recording the season at this point. Um, and I've gotten to talk to some really cool people. And they are really invested in the idea of school reform, but also maybe even more invested in like making sure that everybody 
who isn't working in a schoolhouse or a school building is still thinking about the work that's happening in the school building, which I feel like is has become my new passion is I am a teacher and I will always be a teacher, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like I, everything that I've ever done has been centered around teachers and teaching. Um, so I still count myself as a teacher. But I feel like there's a little bit of a new passion in me that is about making sure that other people who aren't teachers or who don't know a teacher or love a teacher understand how what an amazing job not like amazing and oh how cool but an amazing like oh my god that's a lot of hard critical creative thoughtful work that happens every single day um and so I'm I love sitting here talking to you and honestly like the feedback that I get from people who listen to the podcast when it's the three of us is that it's just super authentic and I will tell you why I think that is. And we're funny. (laughs) 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 It's hard not to laugh at some of the stuff that happens. I think part of the authenticity is that you, we're all still very much practitioners that are really, really close to, we're in it. We're Mm -hmm. really close to students and we're really close to teachers. Um, And we're all really good friends and family. I feel feel authentic and I feel like myself when I'm with y'all. This Mm -hmm. feels real. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that is the reason why when we walk in, it's just so easy. Yeah. And it's not a big deal. It's just like sitting down and having a conversation with all of us like, hey, what's yeah. going on? So it's just. And and what's nice. I think is really cool is that we've created that space for other people as well to experience, yeah. not only mm-hmm. on the podcast, but through salt. For sure. Yeah. Last night. So. Yeah. So Don't we're not just tooting our own horn. I mean, a little we are, right? Like a little thing. <laughs> but. The reason I brought it up is because it is the week before Thanksgiving right now, and I'm just super thankful for the two women that are sitting here with me today, like yeah. in big ways, not not just in work ways, but in life ways. I'm super grateful. So I just wanted to point out that they do good work and that they are my besties, and I love them. So now we can move on. I have been talking to everybody about school and the idea that's floating around that school is a problem to be solved, mm. which that's hard to argue there are problems to be solved. Um, I think it's a way more complex than that. But anyway, if school is a problem to be solved, whose problem is it to do the solution mm-hmm. finding? Wow. It's a very Steve. loaded question. I know. Well, it's drink heavy. your wine. You can – come Let on just, now. Catch I'm up. I'm also – just a little context. Like 12 minutes ago, I was at, in my <laughs> – at my campus dismissing 500 kids and – so it's, it takes a second. Anyone who's an educator, yeah, you know, real. it takes a second. minutes ago, I was cursing the fact that I have to speed through San Antonio every single day because I'm chronically late to everything. So you have that like transition mode where you have to like transition off campus. Does it need to be saved? And then who's going to do it? Or rescued? What was the word you yeah. used? Well, I said Problem. solved, but solved. those words work too. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that's the vibe. Let me come save you. Yeah. Like I feel that. Yeah. I just eye rolled, by the way, just in case. I'll save you. I'll save you. Save a school, save a campus. I constantly have to navigate. So I'm not originally from San Antonio. And so even though I align linguistically and culturally and even racially to the demographic that I'm serving, by the way, if you don't know what I physically look like, (laughs) I'm brown. I'm brown. (laughs) And my first language is Spanish, and I have this little cactus on my face. It's called nopal on my frente. I got nopalito on my frente. 
And um, I, I have to, no, I really do have to come. I have to come um, with the sense of humility yeah. um, to, to everyone that I serve and not, it, there's no rescuing. It's like this just like layer of humility. So even though um, I might align linguistically and in some cases culturally, each, each neighborhood has its own culture. Every school has its Every own culture. Every school gosh, yes. has its own culture and neighborhood and then they permeate, like it's all one thing. So I think I have to constantly remind myself that I am an outsider. And even though I've been here for, God, 12 years now, I'm still like functioning in this space that I am not a product She's still of. trying to accept our tamales. The tam- you know, oh, God, don't even get me started. The tamales. In San Antonio? In 12, in 12, in 12, 12 years. years. In and San teaching Antonio. in San Antonio SD for nine. So I think it's just constantly thinking, like, I am not here to save anyone. Did my Does my schooling and my own schooling and, and who I am aligned to the work that I'm doing? Yes, but I'm not here to save anyone. I'm here to service. And I think yeah. that's completely different. Totally. Um, and what was it? You used this different word. Not save. Solve. I said solve. solve. Yeah. And and there are things that need to be better because I think if you lump education into this big thing, there's so many pockets. Like, do we want to work on our STEM or do we want to work on literacy or do we want to work mm-hmm. on college readiness? And, and I think solving looks really different to different people depending on the lens that you're coming from and your school, your own schooling experience. Totally. Right? And I also think like being ever solved. solved? No. Like we're, just completely no. we're done here. Uh, no. no, and school never. by nature, like it, That's humans I mean. evolve. Like, na- like yeah. humans evolve, and we create so new problems. Has to evolve, so right? We, we fix one thing, and then no. we freaking go, we go and create crazy. a new problem. Yeah, no, humans evolve. Like we've changed, so schooling has to change because yeah. schooling is a, if we just if school is learning, then learning has to constantly evolve too, right? So it's never going to be solved. Like we're never going to find a remedy to whatever we think is wrong, right? So. So I took that a whole, I guess, a whole different way. I think you were, you were, I think, identifying with, with our, with students, with population and just how. I was contextualizing the question. Right. And then I took it as. (laughs) I'm just going to keep pouring wine over here, if you don't mind. Um, And I think it comes from like, okay, this is the school that you're at. So this is what you think about the school where I'm at is. Like we are trying to improve. We right. need you to need improve. Yes. We do need a solution. Mm. So I think about that mm-hmm. and that's, you know, what comes to my mind and it's about um, like whose plan do we go with? You know, right. it's like who's yeah, exactly. got the best ideas and what can we do yeah. to make our campus better? Totally. Better for students. if you're already at a school that is high performing or you're already at a school that is um, employing employing best practices, like being very culturally relevant or being very um, restorative in your discipline, then, then maybe, then maybe, yeah, it's like, leave me alone. We've got this. I got it. I got it figured out. And I'm working through like the idiosyncrasies of running a school, right? But for the most part, the practitioner is going to be the solution finder because what we've done is working Mm -hmm. but if you're coming from a school that's not in either of those Mm. situations then then yeah i think you are looking for a solution and everyone is quick to offer one i feel like Mm. Like, do it like this do it this way i think that's totally um what i've seen totally and it's it's um it's a lot of different solutions and it's not always the same solution coming from everybody 
And there's, of course, different opinions about what works and what doesn't and what we should be doing. Um, And I think it's a matter of everybody coming together to jointly not even just solve this problem, but what is going to be best for our students? Like what what do they need? And then Mm -hmm. kind of go from there first. I think we need to take a look and what do our students need? And it's not just a problem to be solved because it's not just a problem to be solved. And then you walk away and say, okay, I'm done here. These are our, our solutions or, or whatever we want to call them that have lasting effects on the people we serve. Yeah, for sure. On not just the kids, but on the teachers too, right? Because sometimes you can try to implement a change or an initiative or an idea and you actually burn someone along the way mm-hmm. and then they're like, I'm done being a teacher. I'm done. Yes. I'm done. Or I'm done at this campus following or I'm done. Initiatives. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We don't want to. And, and definitely like when I talk and, and just like what you said earlier, I, I always think of, of myself as a teacher, like I'm always in the teacher's shoes. Yeah. Um. So we definitely don't want to do that. So everything we do is like, how are the teachers going to feel? What are they going to think? We always yeah. want to include them. Absolutely. I remember um, in one of my previous roles in the district, um, I, I was a specialist. And so they send you to like campuses that are, that need a lot of support, right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. Fix it. Fix it. Mm-hmm. And so when you get there, you're ready for your ideas and you realize that there's three or four other people that are also working with the same team or the same teachers. And then that's, it does become... Um, Teachers don't know which way to go, who to listen to, or mm-hmm. what they're even implementing because we have so much support and it's mm-hmm. not streamlined, like all the people that were working with that one teacher. And so I would notice, like, that teacher's receiving support from that person. Like, I'm going to let them go. So I'd mm-hmm. kind of find pockets of, like, who who is doing okay so they're not receiving, like, the full support. I'll help the people that are okay that don't have anyone yet. Um, so I, I can totally feel that how... And I've also worked, like, I, as a teacher myself, we, I was at IR campus. So mm-hmm. it changes the culture of, of mm-hmm. uh, how everybody approaches your school and how everybody approaches you. And it changes that whole vibe. But it's the same thing. Like, some people came at me with humility and they had worked with my kids before. They knew my community. And they knew, they even knew, like, my standards. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, help me with these teaks or whatever. But other times when there's... Uh, a different perspective, right? If I don't agree with their perspective of how I'm going to do this, then I'm like, okay, you can tell me how to do it, but it's my, <laughs> it's my classroom. Thank you for your help. Mm-hmm. You no, know, just, it's just depends, but you're right. Like we're both at very different campuses. So we have like, we're processing what that question looks like in very different, in different contexts. Ways. Yeah. So what's keeping you up at night right now? Cause you are in different places, but I'm sure there's something that you're like, man, I got to think about this. I think there are two things that keep me up at night. One are all the deadlines and the paperwork. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) I'm like. uh, It's a lot. It's so much. Like, okay, give us a, just give us the short list. Like what's currently on your to-do list right now today? (laughs) T-test. Observations, planning, at-risk, paperwork, assessments that are coming up. (sighs) vetting those assessments, getting data analysis sessions going. Do we have subs? Do we have coverage? 
We have PD next Friday. Um, what classrooms are they going to? What subs are we going to get for that? What's the schedule going to look like for that? Mm-hmm. That's like off the top of my head. And there's yeah. more. There's things I need to update in our plan. Um, in your campus improvement In our plan. campus improvement plan. I, I'm seeing my list and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So, yeah. So, um I think all of that and making sure I'm staying within my timelines. Did I get it signed? Did I send it to so-and-so? What's funny is that um, we are going through training at Rice University. So we did like a leadership um, profile. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things, and I have to look it up, but it, it was one of the things that I was going to work on was delegating my work mm. that's like it's hard for me it was my is it hard for you yes apparent it, it is apparently by the way that I answered and I know it is actually I know it is um so that was like one of my lowest topics or or whatever and I needed to work on that so we shared that during her meeting this week it's like what's your lowest one what are you going to work on it's like well this one says I need to like delegate my work but that's really hard it's it really is. hard for mm-hmm. me, because I know what needs to be done and I know how I want it done Absolutely. Um, and I know how important it is. And that's just like the paperwork aspect. And then, you know, on the other yeah. side of what's keeping me up is just what's happening at our campus with students, you know, like yeah. our our students, period. Like and happening at school with them or happening at home with them? Happening. Sorry. Yes. Happening at home with them. Yeah, I think uh, their backgrounds, what they're coming to school with, what they come, you know, and talk to us about or, you know, when they. Yeah. When we see them. Can't even really solve for at school. No, not not entirely. Not not entirely. There are little pieces of the puzzle I think we can help them with. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, I think that keeps me up at night to worrying like, yeah. How are they? What's yeah. happening today? Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> when they're not at school, yeah. how are they? How yeah. Are you? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Totally. I think mine's kind of the same way. Yeah. Like the things that are keeping me up at night, obviously, um, I'm the one I'm the one AP on my campus. So I'm mm-hmm. just like all the programs. And um it's first it's my first year as an AP. So learning mm-hmm. like who to call, where to submit Special it, where ed, to get the forms. Arts, bilingual programming. I had three everything. hour art today, like mm-hmm. ARDS, LPAC, uh, MTSS, like all those programs. And and I think it's just all of them have different deadlines. And it's all these programs and it's like yeah. ten different people in the district. And I and I'm like, are all of y'all talking to each other? <laughs> Did y'all know that <laughs> was the we short have this answer other thing? This other thing the same day. And and I know like everything. Everything needs immediate attention, you know, for that program's eyes. And so it's really like managing, okay, what what needs to be done right now? And mm-hmm. um, the, the simple fact is, is that that's what my role is on paper. But then mm-hmm. I become like this human capital mover and um, troubleshooter during the day of, mm-hmm. of people, right? Like if it's student to student or student to teacher or parent to teacher or there's all these different things that could happen cafeteria staff to teacher like there's all these different relationships that happen in this web of schools and then it's me and Mr. Garcia that see all of it and and support 
um, that things go in an amicable way and that it's a win-win for everyone. So I think for me, it's just like all the people and the programs that I have to do within that. And the second part is um, back to students. Like I think when I'm talking to teachers individually and they've told, they've expressed concerns about students, I go home and I'm like, have I done enough for that student today? Like, what did I do to ensure that's that this student that I'm thinking about on the way home um, is getting either interventions or it is mm-hmm. if he needs to be evaluated for something or because every teacher has two to three, but if you add all those two to three, it's a lot that are for from the campus. entire campus. Yeah, you your brain never stops thinking about like, did so and so bring their book or is, did so and mm-hmm. is so and so going to be able to read over the next ten days that they're at home? So you're constantly thinking about um, all of the kids, and you're like, if I'm there's always a person on campus that's like, you know, that expression, like fall through the cracks. Like yeah. I get to be the crack filler. Like I yeah. get to ensure that those cracks are filled and ensure that my teachers feel supported and have the resources and knowledge to give them what they need. And if not, let's get you someone on your team that can support that yeah. or an instructional coach that can support whatever that needs. So that's what keeps me up at night. And it's that we have kids that respond very well to our tier one instruction. And I'm proud of that. But when they don't, that's who's keeping me up mm-hmm. at night. And I'm, and I know that it's this long, extensive process to give kids what they need. Um, but I'm mm-hmm. still maneuvering through what the process looks like. And then um, it's it's kind of in, intense to be the person on the campus that's supposed to know what that process is and how to give kids support for all teachers. And so they're constantly like, this kid has is showing this. So I'm constantly reviewing journals or having conversations with teachers. And um, it's it's a heavy, like it's a heavy thing for me to carry. And at some point I'm like, who who am I going to let down? Like, I don't want that to happen. I don't want it to happen. So I take that very – I don't take it lightly. And so yeah. I'm, every day I'm like, this teacher talked to me about this kid. And so I'm, I'm going to take the next – I'm going to be off for 10 days. And I'm really going to take the time to come up with a better system so that after every conversation, do I have to keep one journal where I'm logging? everything that kids say and or do I need to have each a section in a in a notebook for each kid for mm-hmm. each conversation I have with a teacher or parent I don't know and I know that there's school leaders out there that are doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. all over mm-hmm. all over yeah. everywhere and so yeah. there's got they have to I'm like maybe I can Pinterest a good system <laughs> I, so that's what's keeping me I feel me like up you have night. to just figure it out like what right. works for you right. yeah so, totally so I had like different binders like, <laughs> I didn't have binders actually they were oh. composition books okay so I just carried a spiral notebook with me and one was for parents like parent conversations yeah. and student conversations and then the other one was if like teacher conversations and it was literally a spiral notebook because yeah. it was easy to find and I had plenty it's like the thing people want to give the most when it's school mm-hmm. supply drive time. <laughs> so I always had a lot of spiral notebooks yeah. and I would just keep them. And then if a, you know, if I was away from my desk and the secretary put one of those little message things on there, it went into the spiral notebook. And then that way I could also go back and say like, oh yes, on this day she did call me and I should have, you know, oh, or whatever. Up. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Or if I did have a parent conversation and at the end of my day, I would try to go read what I wrote and think, did I leave anything out that happened today? (laughs) Was there anyone that I talked to that I didn't at least write their name down in my spiral notebook? And then I would just collect those over time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it was super informal and on the go and I could carry it with me and – but I think what's exhausting is that it comes in so many different modes. Like, totally. Like some parents like email you for 12 weeks yep. and you're going back and forth and some parents just show up and mm-hmm. they're like, this is my concern. And 
I, I do want to have like a level of accessibility. Like my parents, kinder through 12th grade, they didn't talk to a principal or an AP a single time. They yeah. never Ever and, and it's kind I, of I mean, funny my mom too, right? Don't you think, like, like, when you were teaching, you didn't did. necessarily have such, like, you didn't have such interest from parents and families to like seek you out and say oh, this they're thing. Obsessed. <laughs> they're so obsessed. When you, with me. I'm the most popular person like, on my campus. When you're in the classroom, you're initiating the conversation oh, almost a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Like you're you're calling and saying, "Hey, it's time for a parent conference." Right. Like, "Hey, Come it's the in. nine weeks." Let's right. or hey, I need you to know this happened today. Right. Like you're in the classroom, you're the one that's initiating the, the conversation. Yes. When you leave the classroom, it's the complete opposite. No, I'm not starting any conversations. You're not, you, they're just there. <laughs> they're there right when you walk in. They're there at the end of your yeah. day, at the beginning of your day, yeah. at your lunchtime. Yes. Like somebody is always waiting to talk to, talk to you. To you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, and I think that as your roles change too, like I, I would have – just as an instructional coach, I would just have monthly and I would do the same thing. Spirals. I had spirals of my notes of who I talked to, what we talked about. I love Everything notes. I needed to know was in this by month. Yeah. No problem. I think now this year it has changed <laughs> and I brought home extra spirals because I need to organize my other spirals because there's such a long list and I will forget something. Mm-hmm. I'm sure of it. That I had to now go into not just the one subject spirals. <laughs> right. Like I need multiple. Five, I need the seven, three five, need subjects. Five, seven <laughs> subjects. Probably. But College rules. I got like three <laughs> subject spiral notebook. And yeah. that first part is only going to be my list. Yeah. These are the things I know I need to, you know, come back around and check on. And mm-hmm. once I do it, okay, I can cross it off. But at least I can go back and look at it and say, oh, yeah, I forgot to yeah, get in contact right. with this. Or, oh, I forgot to email about that. But I need I need that because there's so much. You're right. Exactly. There's so much. And everybody's going to talk to you. You can't walk down the hall oh my gosh. without I a million questions. And and I'm good with that. Like, oh, I'm come a, and ask me. I love me, it. And I, I do love. Tell them, I do love people, and I do yeah. love I, talking. And I I do love talking for who school. I am. It works. <laughs> yeah. It works. Yeah. And I always tell people like, if I don't respond back to you, text me. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. It's yeah. okay. Text, text me because I'll forget. And so I feel bad though when I forget. So right. I figured out like I I'm need to write this down. Follow up email. Me too. I am the absolute worst. This is, I'm going to try if this ever new system. Teachers ever try. had mm-hmm. feedback for me? That was always like the number one or number two, probably Can like number two or back? three. But like you never freaking answer your email, <laughs> and I'm always like, uh, <laughs> sorry. I I think like that's the thing I'm obsessive about. So like I created these folders, and that's that's my system. I have like folder for all my programs and all the t tests and all the pedal that I have to for do the right? email. Yes, and then I, I just and then I, I like log I, I away. Literally, I'm the worst. Log away. I create I folders too. If I've ignored your emails, I apologize now. <laughs> I have I'm folders at in my email, but the problem with my folders is that I'll be like, folders. "Oh, this is this. Move to blank. Move to whatever folder." And there it sits because the only thing I'm sits. looking at is the inbox, so I have to leave them. In right. the inbox. I oh, no. My it. inbox has to go to like five emails a day. I get obsessive consult puzzle. Okay. Maybe my okay, work anyway. email, but my personal email is out of control. She has... That's no, insane. Jen. I'm t- everybody judge her. 8,546 <laughs> emails. But a lot of it is junk. I'm yeah. serious. Like Spam. I, yeah, it's just... Type. 
but yeah, whatever. I'm I don't. I don't. You know, have it's just a, a an easy like, swipe. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never open my personal email. I well, never. I also no, never give anyone no, my personal email. Your iPhone email. has changed it. You just have to like go down, and it'll erase a bunch at a time. What? Have you seen Show that? me. Look, let me just. Like, you got to show edit, the old people, and then you just like. Oh. <laughs> and then watch. I just can't watch this. Watch this. Wait. Oops. Wait. Oh. That's, That's you, good news. That's well, yeah. You, see, so like see. all those emails that you, right now, Apple, Old Navy, The no. Loft, The Children's You Play. have to go I'm through like, it every such, day. I can't go through it every day. Go My every life day does not allow that. you're sitting on the pot. No Just way. Go. I would <laughs> never. Lord. I, <laughs> I want to know right now also, why don't nobody ever showed ask me that Jenny before. Jenny to touch her phone. <laughs> oh, no <laughs> Just touch Veronica, just touch my just poopy touch phone. phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> sanitizer, please. It's no. it, you know, I'd rather have that and sanitize it than magazines in the restroom. Those scare me. Yeah. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Let's move on. <laughs> I know. How did we you get know, here? You know when magazines in the bathroom freak me out is when stop. you're at work in it and there's oh, books God, in it. Like you're at it. school and there's a book in the stop. bathroom. I'm like, no, you got kids you gotta go watch. No. Do um, your business at home. I'm about you know to puke. What scares me? I'm about to vomit. You know what scares me about magazines in the restroom when they're crinkly? <laughs> <laughs> and they're wet. You know it's Stop. We're, okay, we're completely on. deviating from the conversation. I have shown school life. These Hashtag two, these two. What generation things. are y'all? What's, what's like? Not millennial. What? What, are, what, what, gen, what is it called? Generation Jeez. X. I just showed these Xers how to delete <laughs> I'm multiple not a emails. X. Yes, you I, are. No, I'm, not, I'm gonna Google it right now. Stop. You I'm are. Gonna Google it. No, for real. I'm gonna Google it. I just showed them how to delete multiple emails, millennial style. Because I literally have like eleven in my inbox since lunch because nope. I like go through nope. and clean it so obsessively. At work, yes, my no, work that's, emails. That's I don't have a, a problem with it, but oh, my yeah. personal, I'm like, yeah, no, no I don't. Nothing up. important is in there. What my, are you? Okay, Jenner X. Okay, what yeah, are you? I am. You are. I told, I told you. Y'all Xers. Come on. I thought you were, were like we, Z or something. Wasn't there like I don't know. Whatever. No, Z Could, is, is that after movie? millennials. Oh my god, Z that a is like super young. Is that Joaquin? Maybe. Your your sons are Z. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So. So. (laughs) For the sake of the podcast, let's continue. Sorry. I had to take a quick wine break. Um, We were talking about solutions and whose solutions are currently being implemented and Mm. why. And what solutions should we be reconsidering? So, like, what's one thing that would make all of the difference in your building with your students and your teachers. Like one thing, like this is, if only this one thing were changed. Could it be a big thing? Yeah, it can be a big thing. What is it? I think it's human capital for us. Is that silly? No. I'm like, I just need six more people at Lunch Duty. I just need two more people providing. What would happen if you had it? I just need. Like if six people showed up for Lunch Duty, what would happen? Like what would be different? For starters. I wouldn't have to do it. it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. That would make Jenny's life easier. (laughs) Honestly, uh, so today I did this really cool thing. I'm going to tell everybody what I did. Maybe maybe some schools can steal it. We have like literally 
10 volunteers per class, like parents that have gone through our school system, App Garden or whatever it's called. Yeah. So each parent had to select two parents to watch their classroom for an hour to an hour and a half. It was like 1230 to two. Mm-hmm. And then we all ate lunch together. Mm-hmm. Like it humanized us as teachers. It, it cultivated us. We got to say one word that described our thankfulness for a year yeah. last year. And I haven't, I can't think of a single thing, even the first week of school, that custodial staff, custodial a cafeteria staff. Everyone, was, everyone was a part of it. It's the first time that we've all been together. To where somebody, some people made a comment like, I didn't even know all these people were in the building. But because when you're an admin, you do talk to all these people every yeah. day. Mm-hmm. But when you're a teacher, you do you. Yeah. Right? When I was a fifth grade teacher, so, it was like, What's you're, not yeah. sure. you're not sure. You're not sure. Right. Not because I didn't care. I just, you're, yeah. in, you're, you're, in, your, you're in your thing. Like yeah. you're doing you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of our teachers got out and half lunch. But it's because we had, 50 extra adults in the campus. Everything was so much easier. We had three people in the front office. We had people in the library. It's a human capital problem. And I know that like, it'll never happen where we could have like a main teacher and someone yeah. helping provide support. But it's like, imagine even as a teacher that you're doing whole teach and then it's like, okay, let's do some guided practice. We're going to do mm. with a partner. And then instead of having one person go to 20 kids, you get to have like that extra human. And we see it when we have like, we have several yeah. teachers, have student teachers, and the t- those teachers are significantly less stressed. Significantly yeah. because if they have, have another teacher. For right now, we really do have good ones. Like I have to admit, like I've seen them teach. They're good ones. But um, I don't know. It's a human capital. The front office is constantly bombarded. Like there's just never enough people. And, and it's like if you really look at the ratio from like adult to student, it's, I don't know including all admin and everyone and probably like one to 12 or something, you know, yeah. that would include non-instructional personnel too. So it's just ours is a human capital and we just need more people, more hands on deck because we're all doing multiple things. So like human capital is really expensive. So if you think through what a salary is plus right. benefits, right, it's, it's a, actually a really big investment. So if you, it if is. you were thinking through, I need, five more instructional assistants at, and and an instructional assistant costs maybe anywhere from like 27 to $32,000 plus benefits. Like, do you think that that's money? That's still where you would put that investment. So if you needed five more of those, that's what, $150,000? Oh, yeah, actually, you know what? I think I would like someone to support. I know this is really selfish, but like I need my own. I need a clerk. Dude, I used to, you know, when like, I was a teacher, you know what I my one wish clerk. was? Why can't every grade level have a clerk or a secretary? Like some Their somebody that would, level yeah, clerk. that could like run, yes. make copies. I was like, or, isn't that what we're for? <laughs> <laughs> so, or like, just do administrative like scheduling. Like yes. I could say, I need to talk to these five parents sometime this week. Please look at my calendar and book these appointments for me. Like Please. make that initial phone call. You don't have Please. to get into the weeds. I just need somebody just to like – I didn't out. know – and I knew that when I was teaching. I was like, why can't we have somebody that would would do sort of this stuff during my day? Yeah. Even if they're part-time, like if I had to share them, I'd be fine with that. Um. <laughs> I really, really recognized it when I left and I had somebody that I could say, hey, 
Jason, I need to talk to this parent. Could you please call them and set up an appointment for me? Yeah. Like then I was it's like, gold. man, my life, my life as a teacher would have been so much easier gold, if I yeah. could have turned around and said like, hey, can you help me with this? But I always think so. It, I think that we do think that it's going to be easier if I only had five right. more people or if we only had if, this. Yeah. But yeah. when it comes down to it, just like when you had someone to – Make, make those phone calls and do that, you were still busy and you Always. still could have used someone else. So I think that even though we do want that like human capital yeah. there, we need it. Um, don't get me wrong. We need that extra set of hands. It's still never in in my eyes. I could still never enough. We are, it, you're, we are, you're still going to have stuff on your list on that rolls over to I tomorrow. know every mm-hmm. single person listening has always imagined winning the lottery. Yeah. And like what yeah. they would do. I can attest that I would if I won the lottery I mean talking like millions I would continue doing my job yeah me too of I would never I, I I'm like there's not enough money that could like it could fulfill what I'm doing every day like it's it's I have perfect alignment right so but would you but, still want to get paid for it because I'd be like girl you just won the lottery I'm not paying you to do it anymore well I mean <laughs> you're paying you're paying someone like, okay <laughs> But I would that seriously, yes. no, even as a teacher, I said, let me win the lottery, but I'm going to keep doing, I'm going to keep doing the work that I'm doing, but I'm going to hire like some type of clerk or an assistant. We're like, what if somebody came around and said, I will put up all of your bulletin boards for the whole year? Oh my God. Can I, can I honestly tell I you, we're, doing bulletin we're blessed board. right now. And I will take, I will tell you the blessing and I will give a shout out to my entire community. There's always like 10 parents mm-hmm. on campus and I'm going to say our teachers have like Polar Express with like 3D bells and like gingerbread houses. And we have like rainbow like hallways. <laughs> but it's because they're like, how can I that, per, that parent is like, how can I serve this community that has given my child so much? And they're like, I'm going to pull up, a, put up a bulletin board. Now, do I want to tell that parent, do you want to not be cute, do cute things and come help me put <laughs> my alpac folders together, my lap folders together? But I know I can't. But I think that's, that's the what one I would thing do. Human capital have. is what I would invest in. If you're like, here's a $3 million grant. What do you do with it? What do, I'm going to do some more human, human capital. capital. And maybe and maybe it's not so selfish. Like I get my clerk, but like sure. a sped instructional assistant. Yeah. or um, And that's just, what I was just going to say. So yes, I definitely want I, that yeah. human capital on my, camp, on my campus. But it's not um, as an assistant or anything else. Mm-hmm. I need those interventionist i yeah. need those yeah. the wraparound um, stuff the, mm-hmm. all the stuff social worker and the then social worker counselor and i need all of do that you know right now the ratio for students to counselors in high schools is 400 to one that's not possible that's that's what i'm talking about is that i know but it is that it's way like possible. an elementary school 400 to it's, one it's guys the same yeah you're elementary right school. guys it's, it's just the, the ratio it's every single department that i talk to lssp speech speech therapist every single department that how i encounter could you counsel how there's could, not enough you can't there's not enough people for the amount of kids that we have on it you can't counsel 400 to one you're seeing them like here's four minutes with you but how could you go into like the true depth and complexity of like looking for a college like building so self-awareness you, you or building that at an elementary school yeah you're even right, at an academy we only have one send counselor send we have pre-k <laughs> to eighth grade oh yeah how, we have what's, your, over, what's your total student population? It's somewhere around 550. We have one counselor. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, that's totally correct. We have Even one counselor. More. We're I'm at 495. At, right. We're pre-K-5. 
One so, concert. And she's And I think oh, she's even worse. Sure. We need a middle school one because when it comes to electives and how is that going to count in high school and, you know, your job fair or college field trips. Yeah. Those, I think, are separate from what the elementary school needs. We need two different counselors. And it's a counselor for elementary and even if it's a counselor for middle school. We definitely need help. So yeah, that one to yeah. four hundred sounds about right because I think it's more than so that human when it gets capital. to that would elementary. be one thing. Well, that's Jenny's one thing. You're completely validated. We we proved it, Jenny. Thanks, Yay. guys. You're welcome. I need more people on my campus. She needs more people. Veronica, mm-hmm. what's and your one thing? I'm just exhausted. Like maybe that's just coming out of a space right now. If I had three people to that I could just because even when so our, we share our face specialist, and when she's on my campus, mm-hmm. so what's face? She's a, a family and community engagement specialist okay. in our district. PFO. When she's on it. our dis- on our campus, my day is better. Like sure. I, my anxiety and my stress because I'm like, hey, could you, she's a wonderful human. I wish. I, can I shout at her? Out? Yeah, Monica Orozco, I love you. Thank you for all the work that you Aww. do. Thank and you, you, Monica. You just every time, and I said that to her department. I was like, "We need her here every day. Like she's just she builds community. She's ten steps ahead. She she completes. It's like that person. She's my Why like. She share? completes her sentences. We share. We they share. All her. they've shared Everybody this year. <clears throat> we were going to have to share, but we actually <clears throat> because we needed our our face specialist on our campus, or we felt we needed we needed her uh, full time. So we had to kick in her extra salary. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we did that and it's and, awesome and i think it's the same thing at every campus like too you know like shout true. out miss misty you're awesome yeah, yeah. she does They're, all the stuff yep, they do she everything. does everything and without her i couldn't do it i couldn't yeah, do what i did I could today not her. do yeah today i could like it was it's just she does community engagement she does um, she, they're the they logistics just, they're people, super right? Logistical. Like they're super logistical. They make sure that if you're going to have an event, that people show up it to the happens. event, it and that everything all. happens yeah. Yeah. at the event. Yeah, and I think it's the same thing. Like just this morning, not I mean, not to mention it's the fact it's crazy. Before we let out for Thanksgiving break, we had principals' coffee. We have yeah. our staff yeah. luncheon. We have our parents that are oh, there please. on campus to volunteer. And who's going to know who's, who's going to put what, who's, who's going to go where? Where are they going? Exactly. What are they doing? Also, they know all the kids. They, they know do. All, they know the kids. They do know our kids. The children and our families. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I sometimes I can't match the kids to the families, but our face specialist can. She does. Yeah. So, no, so mm. I, it's just a human capital thing. Which one's yours? What's, what's your yours? thing what's that you need on your thing? campus? Your one thing. Like the one thing, if you could change this, this would be, this would change everything. Yeah. It, I think it all goes back to human capital. And it's like, we need more teachers on campus to be with our students, to help them, to build relationships with them, you know, connect, they're learning, they need someone. It goes back to just needing more people on campus, no matter what role. And I'm just thinking about yeah. it because if you do have someone who can make parent conferences for you or make copies for you or do any of those other things, that's something that you don't have to do. And so I know like that first year, one of the one of the first things that out of the classroom <clears throat> I always did was what can I do to support you? What do you need? I'll go get that for you because you right. have enough to do. Right. I'll do it for you. Let me no. lighten your, learn, Let me lighten lighten your load. Let me lighten your load. Exactly. Yeah. If I can take that off of your plate, 
then I know that I have helped you, you know, a little bit throughout the day. And so I, I do think we need more people on campus um, in any role. Yeah. It doesn't matter in any role. I there. remember when I was a, a middle school teacher, I just, my kids needed mentors. Like I was mm-hmm. mentoring everyone. I'm like, I can't be your teacher and your mentor because you trust me in a different way. You need to see another example of of someone who is is empowered and, and driven. And, and so sometimes other people, I know if you're listening, like sometimes other people looks like mentorship. And so mm-hmm. I, I know that like, you're, you've done mentorship and then guys I have to t- I'm gonna share, share a quick story yes please speaking of people and mentorship um was it yesterday on Wednesday um no Tuesday I was getting I got home early from work I never get home before 6 6 30 and uh we had I was gonna go have dinner with the with UTSA the dean from UTSA College of Education and so I was like getting ready and I had my mind I was gonna get my life together my, uh, my mother-in-law Jen's mom was going to come watch the kids and I was like on track and I hear a knock on my door and it was one of my students. He's now a 10th grader and he's in six. He was, I taught him in sixth grade five years ago. And he's like, Mr. Sass, um, I have an interview right now at five 30 at HEB and I'm really nervous. Do you mind talking to me about it? And I, it took everything in me to not just burst into tears but I'm like, he needs mentorship because if mm-hmm. he has to come knocking at his sixth grade teacher's house, he's craving someone. And it was a very, it was a very informal. I asked him like, uh, you know, these are the kinds of questions they ask in an interview. And um, we, we, pra- we like, we role played. That's and then I like helped him find. That's the sweetest thing. I helped him find some words. Like I told him and he was like. So he currently works um, at a pizza place in our neighborhood. So I told him, I was like, talk about your customer service. Talk about how when people are really upset, you can be really level-headed and and how he's super dependable and he's taking AP classes. So all these things, he's an amazing human. And I'm like, that he needs mentorship. So I, I told him, anytime you need to come by, like, or you want me to come to your school, I can come to school too. Like, I have to meet him where he's at because yeah. he came to me. And it was, it was just this moment of like, so we, we actually, he, so I asked him what he was wearing and he just goes, ah, and he put his, you know, face in his hands. And we ended up going through like my husband's button up t-shirts and he took a couple button up t-shirts for his interview. So I actually has been meaning to follow up if he got the see, job. <laughs> see what happened. I hope he did, but it's just yeah. people. We need more people and the kids need to feel like there's lots of champions for them constantly, not just like. Yes, the managerial things, but I think at a school like like your school, yeah. Veronica, that you they need strong people yeah. that are that are li- constantly lifting them up, you know. And that's what I was saying. So it's not we need people there, and that that's like the very first thing I said, and, and what I thought of too. It's like we need people there to have those connections with students because they don't always have someone to go and talk to. And it could be just as simple as, as like what Jenny's saying. Like, I need, I just want to run through this interview process and what kind of questions are they going to ask? Or, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. They need someone to talk to who they can just connect with and, and feel like they matter and someone to listen to them. For um, sure. I mean, just... I, and I, we're saying this and I'm and I'm thinking about um, 
one particular student, because we did the same thing today. We had, you know, our Thanksgiving luncheon. It was really nice. Everybody got to eat together and we're still sitting there. You know, there's like a group of us at a table. Everybody's gone. The kids are still outside, you know, wandering around. Um, Some, they go home like 30 minutes later. Anyway, so we're sitting at the table and I just feel a student come up from behind and give me like a big Uh hug and I turn around and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, and it's like, huggers. "Mm -hmm, happy Thanksgiving. Mm. The student will have, I probably, that would not have happened during school. No. Um, or any other time around his friends. And and this student gives me the hardest time. Of course he does. But <laughs> <laughs> the hardest time um, is see him in the hall and he'll look at me up and down and I'm like, what? You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. But it's all, you know, and I've talked to him before and he's, you know, um, yeah. he just needs someone to talk to. Right. He needs someone to talk to. Yeah. Um, and that may not always be me. But I try to carve out space during the day just to say, hey, how's it going? Do good. Remember this. You're, you know, what'd you get on your test? That's awesome. You know, just little bits here and there. And that just made me feel like, okay, those few minutes out of my day, even if we're just passing each other in the hall. He knows. added up. He knows. And made a difference. And that's what we need. We need people on our campuses who can make a difference in our students' lives. Connect to them. Mm-hmm. You make connections every day, mm-hmm. Veronica. Yes. It's it's such meaningful work. And then it really, like, I think I needed it that day because you're just like, you're just done. You're just like, well, you get, you're exhausted. What happens is you you're, just get like in a, you get in work mode. I'm in right? work like mode. You're I'm in like task mode. done, task yeah, done, exactly. task done. Yeah. Exactly. And then it's like human. Like, right? this like, is why. Oh, because shit. This is why Five years matters. later, you're like, hey. I you needed are, somebody. You, you still count on me yeah. to, to help yeah. you maneuver through a job interview. Like I taught you reading. I taught you yeah. making an inference. Like right. I, he just knows that I have those yeah. skills. Right. It just, mm-hmm. it, it just, it was bizarre. So I miss really that kind of connection. Humbling. I miss not being on a campus in that way. Right. Also I miss um, Thanksgiving luncheon. So next time that uh, you're going to have totally like, brought um, you a plate. <laughs> Yeah, so rude. Thanks, guys. I'm over here trying to munch on crackers. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's just, uh, yeah, it really, it really centers and it grounds you. It grounds you when mm-hmm. you have those those moments. I've had several moments. I know I shared one last time, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to keep coming. And I, I think um, I bought a house in the neighborhood that I taught in. So I think that it yeah just, it helps it really, right like you're when you are where they are yes they then, see me and they know yes, where I am and yes, they know how to find me totally and I, and I in some cases um their families like their parents have my cell phone number yeah. because I was just like this is a community that I'm a part of and mm-hmm. I literally imagined myself teaching there till I died and you know God was like hey here's your other story here's your, what yeah. you're gonna do you're gonna leave that school but I imagined myself at that campus for a long time because I'd taught there but. I only taught at one school. Yeah. But, yeah. That's a really cool story, Jenny. Yeah. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, is the there anything week. else, you guys, that is top of mind for today? Like, is there anything you want people to know or anything you just feel like needs to be said that we haven't already said? I remember I'm going over our notes because so Jen makes these really cute Google Docs <laughs> and she sends them out and then uh, we have some points on there to kind of discuss. Because Jen one. has ADD and if I do not do this, I would never be focused. 
And what's funny is I'm looking at like the little yeah, what did you, the notes and uh-huh. that's exactly what I wrote. It's ultimately, this is my exact words, ultimately making a difference. It's with the little things and the big things. And I think yeah. that's what we just talked about. Like you're yeah. making a difference school wide, campus wide, but you're also making a difference with little pockets of students or teachers or people just everywhere yeah. on the campus. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I I don't think I said what's keeping me up at night. Tell us, Jen, what's keeping you up at night? This, but talk to us. What's keeping me up at night right now is our our freaking accountability system. It's killing me because I I do understand that we have to measure success in some way. Mm -hmm. If you don't measure success, then how do you know anything good is happening, right? Like you have to set goals and then monitor progress toward those goals. What's frustrating to me is that I feel like in our current accountability system, people are getting the short end of the stick because we work fabulously hard. And I think I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago where it was like, how how, how is it that – one person or one school gets to carry the whole rating when it's like this group effort, right? Like right. Mm-hmm. it's it's not just what's happening in the school building that's keeping schools from being successful. It's also what kids come to school with and yes. it's what, what they come to school without. Right. And we can't solve for all of those things. And so no. when I think about solving the problem or solving a problem that's related to school, this is one of those things that keeps me up at night because people – are treated unfairly, or at least there's the potential to be treated unfairly when your school is not. <laughs> are you good, Jenny? I'm gonna, <laughs> we're gonna take a pause. We're suffering from allergies today in a big way. In our current accountability system, I feel like there's potential for people to be treated unfairly based on an accountability rating that sometimes you walk into, like, especially if you're the leader of the school, Mm -hmm. if you're the leader of a school and you move to a new school and that school has historically been low performing and you're charged with turning it around, sometimes turnaround strategies or turnaround solutions take a long time. Like it's not, you know, we're in session for 10 months. And so if you have a gap, I know I've said this, I feel like I say the same things every time, but if you have a gap, even in one student that's a 24-month gap, the likelihood that you're going to close it in 10 months, Mm. it's kind of – maybe you could do that for one student. Right. But if you have like 100 students who have an 18-month gap and you need to close it in 10, like that is a massive feat. And it's unfair to then – look at a leader or look at a teacher or look at a campus or look at a community mm-hmm. or a district and say like, yeah. these people are failing. Right. These people are failures and use those words. And, right. those those words. words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and like brand you with a scarlet letter F like right. literally, right. like when you Google the school, there is a literal red F on that school. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just, that's what's keeping me up at night. I don't, and I don't have a solution for that. Jenna with you. Um, I think, you know, the first question that you posed today was it's exactly what I was going to say. Someone else's problem to solve, and I think, and I, and I, I don't want to go into like my political view or or anything like that. And I hate to sound like a socialist, but a lot of a lot of schools' problems are not school problems. 
Like if we had, and and I know it's like, regardless of where you stand politically, we have hungry kids and we have kids in poverty and we, we have, have tired, we have tired mm-hmm. kids. We have families who are doing their best. And even with their, even with them, parents doing their best and teachers doing their best, we get, we get that, we get that. I F, mean, shit, Jenny, you know? I have a tired kid sometimes. Right. Do you know, and do you know what I mean? And I have like way more means than lots of people. Right. Do you know, like, no, yes. I have way less means than a lot of people, too. <laughs> like, let's just hear that up real quick. If you want to make a donation to San Antonio Leaders and Teachers, we're going to use your link on our website. Let's push that, too, while we're out here. I'm just saying, like, I send my kid broken to school sometimes. No, yes. Because we. Just because life. Right. We had, I'm sorry, we had Chick-fil-A for the third day in a row because mm-hmm. that's what I can do or like. Yes. It, or little little Caesars or whatever. I, I don't know. So I think like the school problem to solve is an entire social problem. Like I don't, I don't think that we can sugarcoat that is that it becomes inequitable. And I know that they have the curve based on SES. I know that the state of Texas does that, but it's not enough. Um, so that's my first part. And the second part is recently, the reason why it's fresh on my mind is because I heard this presentation from um, the, there's a school, there's a university in Finland that's been educating only educators. It's the first college in Finland to open. It's been open for 183 years. And their first college was the College of Education. And I sat at the dinner table with them and they said, like they told us, our kids aren't hungry. Our kids, yeah. our kids, uh, Fam- they get free college, their families. And yes, it comes at a tax of between 20, 30%. We can go, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to go into this politically or like economic systems or political systems because Finland has a very different system than our own. But we constantly look at them as a, as world school leaders mm-hmm. that kids are, are functioning in really amazing ways, even as four-year-olds and as 12-year-olds and as 13-year-olds. But look at how they're showing up to school. They show up to school fed. They show up to school with a parent who has 10 months maternity leave, right? Yeah, and like with health insurance. So if they're sick, they they can go. Right. If if they're sick, they can go to the doctor. Right. And yeah, I mean, it's just all those things. This is what keeps me up at night. So I'm I'm totally with you on that. I cannot handle the power structures that we've created right. that allow somebody to look at you or look at me or look at Veronica and say, you are failing. You right. are, you must not be good at your job. Right. Like I cannot, it's, it's really because, it, like, I get very upset yes. over it. Yes, so but I it, think that I think tough. we all think about those things. And, and I did when you started talking about that, I, I looped it back up to who, then whose problem is it to solve? But at the same time, when I hear, yes, there are other countries who are probably doing it better than what we are. And and nobody wants to be labeled labeled with a big F, you know, as soon as you pull up their campus. But at the same time, I think, OK, I get into like teacher mode. OK, that's fine. But this is how it is today. Yes. And this is how they are coming to us. So what are we going to do about it to help them? What are we going to do you about can't, it? And I also yeah. feel like I'm from a generation that says everybody is not a winner. You right. don't get a trophy for showing up. Mm-hmm. Right. Right? right. Like so I'm it's like both sides of me. I'm in constant conflict because right. I'm like, it's not fair to say 
you must not be a good leader if your school is an F school, right? right. Or you must have a, a group of teachers that can't do their job. Like, mm-hmm. I think there it's more complicated than that. But Agreed. I also think, like, you can't just say, oh, everybody's going to be an A school. We're just no, going to lower the standard no, no. to where right. everybody looks right. successful and everybody's doing no, the right yeah, thing. We, need accountability we have some, to have some, some sort of accountability. Yeah. I just... I don't have a good solution for that. And again, I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier. We need more people at our campuses who are making a difference. We need more people there to help our students, not only a social worker or an extra PFL or or face specialist, or we need teachers. Right. We have, you know, classes that are like 26, 27 students. We need more teachers who are there for the right reasons and want to work with the kids and want right. to help them yes. and do anything it or takes. Or who have the enough support and strategies to manage 20 yes. kids, better. right? That, because like lot. other people, other people do it. Other people do it. Like other people, other places can handle 35 kids in the classroom. I, I just think like we're just not honoring the profession in a in such a way that people feel motivated to do the excellent work that's required. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we're shaming people and we're do you know right. what I mean? Like we're yeah. it's just it's not I just don't feel like we're And at some point, um, because I was at an IR campus, I taught sixth grade reading at an IR campus, and at some and I swore to myself that my kids would never know. Like yeah, but now my they know. Students, my exactly my, but I, I'm like my kids will never know because at some point, as a teacher, you begin to internalize like, is it me? Like, am I doing? Is my is it my teaching? Like, yeah. I need mm-hmm. to go see a strong sixth grade reading teacher and align myself and calibrate myself to that. Yeah. And it's like, what if that person at that A campus is a terrible teacher, but they just have their kids that come in. Like Already reading ready. above grade level. Exactly. And so, and that did happen to me. Oh, well, that's a whole nother day. But, and so it just, it, I swore, like my kids will never know. And I was, I'm sorry, I'm so nasally at my allergies, <laughs> but my kids will never know that we're in IR campus yeah. because if I'm internalizing it as a teacher, imagine what they internalize it as a student, that their school is a failing school. And I know that that's a very like. So, but when you use balance, terms like. You, this is an IR campus. That's not super accessible for a, IR a, a means six improvement year. required. Yeah. But that's I don't not know. super accessible for like an eight year old, right? No, no, but right. when you say your to school got grader. an F, to guess what? They understand. Fourth grade Everybody know what that means. What an F is. Yeah. They understand yeah. what an F is. And then they're like, then they think differently of their teacher and exactly. their admin and their community and themselves. Ultimately, like mm-hmm. I, I, I have a hard time, and like. Currently, I hear, I can feel myself being like, this is where we're at. This is what we're, and I'm like, I can't use that as leverage. Like that can't be part of like our school identity. Well, exactly. It can't be part and of it my is identity. leverage. And it's also it, like, it's a comparison tool, right? Like, oh, you work at a B school. Oh, but it yeah. is part of your it's, identity, oh, you work, no matter how much you don't so want hard. it to be. And, and I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. I don't want it to be part of the Students' identity, our teachers' identity, our campus, our leaders, anything like that. But the fact of the matter is, it, it is. is. It is hard. part of our identity. It's and hard. it is. And it's it sucks. Hard. It's, it's a lot of pressure. Sucks. That's somebody else's A or F, solution. it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of like, pressure. It's too much. Mm-hmm. It's a lot it's of pressure. Much. So it's that's heavy. someone else's solution that we're all working through. Right. right. 
Yeah, like that. that uh, so, we would have never come up with this bullshit. I don't know. Like, A through I, F. Can we can we work on that? <laughs> Texas. I'm doing the work. I'm putting in sometimes we 14 agree, hour days. We should monitor progress. I agree. We should, Accountability mm-hmm. matters. Accountability matters. Student growth matters. All There's of it matters. There's got to be a better way. We have to do it differently. There's got to be a better way. Holistic. There's got to be a better way. Can you grade me on like? See, I have this, I have this really side, a- side story. Our music teacher is new to our campus. He's been like sending me these like recordings of our kids making videos. I'm like, if only I could send that to the state of Texas as like <laughs> upload it into this like program <laughs> yeah. of like our kids happy, like our kids doing interdisciplinary, it's relevant like learning seesaw. in different in ways. Two languages. Can we in, in two, two languages? languages. In two languages, and we take them as they come. Like, right. you don't have to have Spanish to be functional on my campus. Like, we will take you as you come. Anyway, so yeah, I'm like, if that's only, like, it's like got Veronica it. just said it. What it's, if we could submit like a school seesaw. portfolio, mm-hmm. like a seesaw of, of like, here's where we're, here's, here's how our kids shine. And here's like, what how if kids our are students doing well actually, here. What if our students were solving some economic and social problems? issues in our community they are i know but that's not what we're rated but that's on not what and it's not the goes. story that gets told kids are doing like poetry slams into like their kids are in it kids are woke like they understand yeah. where they come from and they understand they understand the context of what's happening and i have i have nephews that like they understand i'm yeah. our ne- my nephews get it like they know where <laughs> they come from they know where they're going and it's like there are these amazing beings and like my son's not evaluated through a state test yet but i'm like he he might not do well <laughs> let's just be real like that's what i'm saying like, like let's he is think dance, about it he has to dance like while he does work right god let's bless his teacher the state of texas i don't think they have that as an accessibility like, feature okay, dancing while you're working times, jenny and can we career, add dancing Veronica, as how an many accessibility times has somebody feature in your job interview said like what did you score on fourth grade writing <laughs> <laughs> every time no i'm just like, I just want to do it in my Commended every time, every test I ever took for the state of Texas. <laughs> like it just doesn't even matter. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It totally. I still. I, I go matter. back to that video that you sent me. That yes. you sent us to a campus, and I have. I, I have sent that video to countless number of teachers because what is that video called um i don't know but, it, but it, I, i'm gonna google it it's about how your test score it like a test doesn't measure the, everything the test doesn't define you that's what i think it is what it said you. the test does not define you L- look it up google it it's on youtube and it doesn't matter that you right. flunked it you passed it it doesn't, doesn't matter doesn't because matter. Exactly in the like long Jen run, said, like it does not you will matter never go to an interview and say, cares how you scored on an you exam when you were ever on or math. even SAT. No, like, oh even higher level exams. It does not no. matter in the long run. It doesn't. It's hard. It's a hard thing. It pisses me off. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> that is why I love that video. I think there is not a video I love more than that one that doesn't you define you. You have to send you. it to me. I Can will send, send it. I, it is still today. in my email. I'll, I'll send find it. To it. Me. It's forward in my email. it. Forward it. I think it's this one. Google. No, is it that? Mm-mm. This test does no. not define you. Mm-mm. There's a lot of this test does not define you. It. it, it we used to do star pep rallies, and we would show. I would and Google your name. I'll do it. <laughs> okay, you do it. Um, I, but that test. I have a little bit of a public. I mean, that I am an ultimate overbooker. I'm sorry. That's just me. I'm a terrible overbooker, and I have people coming to my house to do a friendsgiving in like eight minutes. That's I'm, awesome. I'm not even we matter more. Good. Well, look, kidding. the drive between here and your house is like six Seven minutes. minutes. Yeah, so you'll yeah, be yeah. all right. I have to Good. swing we by my now. campus because I left. <laughs> I left. 
Jimmy my gravy. John's is next door. I left the yeah, gravy at my campus. Stuff. I have to Why pick up the gravy, the gravy because I left ready to come here and, oh, and podcast it away. Mm-mm. Do you need gravy? I mean, like you need it. Need would it? you do a Thanksgiving without a gravy? No. Okay, no. then you've okay, answered my right. question. I also left the cranberries <laughs> no. there. Gosh. The, I don't know how to help from you. Scratch cranberries. <laughs> Like, like I said, I Why did you get it together? Yeah. Get it together. I, did I, you make them you remember at school? Yesterday. Because Veronica did that to me one time. Yesterday. Making nachos on a day of, of what? <laughs> well, so we we came up with this brilliant idea that on a practice day, a practice test yeah, day. A simulation. Like yeah, a simulation. yeah, like on a simulation day, we would reward the students for their stamina and hard work. Okay. By having nachos when we were done. Okay. Okay. Yes, but then it was like Snaps. full-blown simulation. Yeah. Like we will treat this as though this is the real test day. And so our um, area assistant superintendent came to like do walkthroughs to, to oh, make sure like always. we're operating as a simulation, simulation day. Like yeah. we're in full test mode. <laughs> and the fourth grade teachers on my campus were in the back of the room <laughs> stirring the pot of nacho cheese, getting ready for, for post-test nachos. We We took simulation very seriously. Very seriously. Yeah, whatever. It's we were fine. in nachos win. Nachos win every time. It's this one. I found it. So okay. I did find it in Okay, email. so we'll we'll post it. We'll, we'll post it. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something else before the nacho conversation about... I don't remember. It had something to do with schools. It mattered, but anyway. Well, anyway, continue, the Jen. lady was just like, "Do you know that your? I, I mean, your teachers are not actively monitoring." And I'm like, "Really? What are they doing they instead can of monitor and stir at the same time? What are they time? doing yeah, instead yeah. of actively monitoring?" And she's like, uh, "Making nacho cheese." <laughs> it's like Rico's. Shout out to Rico's. Give us some donations, Ricos. We're going to give you a shout out on this education <laughs> podcast. You run San Antonio. You are in every classroom party, yes, Ricos. You are. Are. Yes, they you are. are. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Definitely. Okay. So wrapping up. They thank were, you. Thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. This was good. so much. Was I good. love coming here. This Sorry I got angry. <laughs> Why did you get angry? <laughs> Because we're not socialists. No, because we made we're, nachos. Yes. <laughs> yes, because Veronica made nachos and we're still defined by an accountability system. American government, work. you can hey. charge me however many percent if I don't have to pay college or health I'm like, hey, hey, what was my percentage? That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey. At the end of the day... The nachos worked. Work. We work. showed up at our campuses. Yeah, we I did. know we showed yeah, up. We did. <laughs> I all showed right, up. guys. Have a great, great, great weekend. Happy well, this might not play this on a weekend, gonna... so never mind. Don't say happy Thanksgiving or have, it have is, a great it weekend. It is happy Thanksgiving for us. Have well, a great yeah, but I mean, it's we'll be not, with each other, so it doesn't count. This is not coming out till like February, so. Oh, okay. Have a good have, February. Have, happy, happy New Year. Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Have Bye. a great year. Bye. Bye. I'm Jen Maestas, and you're listening to Miseducation. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.